He's climbing in your windows, he's snatching your people up, trying to rape them, so y'all need to hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife, hide your kids, hide your wife, and hide your husband, cause they're raping everybody out here. You don't have to come and confess, we're looking for you, we gon' find you, we gon' find you, so you can run and tell that, run and tell that, run and tell that, oh boy, oh, oh, oh boy. Hey everybody, welcome to the Harmonics Podcast, we're back. Jack, it's, this week is the, just the team. We don't have any special guests this week. We are the special guests. Yeah, I feel pretty special. You look special. Aw, oh, thank you. Oh, you meant it that no, way. No, I didn't. Aww. Yeah, he did. No, yeah. daddy. Daddy. <laughs> uh, that's an awkward window into the team <laughs> dynamics. That's all we're to, that's Inside all we're about jokes. Uh, so, we have just wrapped up... Jessa is, Jess is eating pop rocks into the mic. You can maybe hear it. Yep. I'll get a really big mouthful later. Yeah, we have <laughs> several. We have several candy bowls uh, placed strategically <laughs> throughout, throughout Harmonics headquarters. Uh, and Jessa, like an adult, has chosen the noisiest of all candies <laughs> to eat on this audio podcast recording show we are doing. Here it comes. Here it comes. Also, you have pop rocks on your nose. Wait, can we? Snorting pop. Aaron, can you put some in your mouth and then drink your diet coke? I don't know. I don't know if I want to do that. We want to kill Aaron. I don't want to do that. Podcast first. Let's see what happens. I want to live. Mythbusters. Just a little bit. Taste the explosion is what the bag says. Yeah, I think we all might. Explosion already. Artificially flavored popping candy. Yeah, I feel like I should move to not be across the table from him. Do I do pop rocks and then coke? I don't yes. think it's directional. Yeah. I think it just Pop rocks, then Coke. Okay. All right. it all over and leave the toothpick in the can. Leave the toothpick in the can? That's hardcore. Okay, so <laughs> like, don't swallow them. Leave them in your so, mouth. Okay, so this is, this is strawberry artificially flavored popping yeah. candy. Okay. I heard it's natural flavor. Now, <laughs> hold your... Okay. Okay. Let's, let's hear it first. Okay, now That's drop in the DC. <laughs> 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 it did It did pop, but it like they all popped at once. Uh-huh. <laughs> so it was... A little startling, <laughs> but I'm alive, guys. I want to get it now. I was hoping it was gonna like come out your nose. <laughs> yeah, me too. But the reaction of yeah. mm, oh no, we're talking. Good. It's gonna yeah. like trickle out of his ear. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> my tear ducts. I'm gonna cry candy from now on. So this is what the podcast is gonna be until we have new content to talk <laughs> Sorry, about. Yes. Woo! Us doing different dares, yeah. candy-related dares. Yep. Uh, yeah, so we just wrapped up PAX East. Uh, Nick and Drake, neither of whom are here, went to GDC, yeah. so we're not going to talk about that. Both dead. Yep, they both died at yeah. GDC. Yeah, rough, rough this, trip. This uh, podcast is a memorial to Nick Chester and John Drake. Yep. Moment of silence. Moment of pop rocks. That was good, Jesse. That was respectful, good. respectful. Uh, so uh, I thought we could uh, recap how our PAX East went. It was a fairly eventful convention for us very eventful like pax is not traditionally like a big uh, a big newsy show so it seems like with each one it gets more and more newsworthy but uh but yeah definitely like got to be a bigger show and like for for us <laughs> specifically we had a lot of stuff going on yeah especially for not having a brand new game out yes we were showing <clears throat> we were showing dc3 some of the... six yeah. months old at this point there's some degree of pressure because this is our backyard yeah yep. mm-hmm. and if we don't represent that's like if you go to uh, Fenway Park with your baseball team and the Red Sox don't come out and defend the park against you. <laughs> that's do you not have any concept That's how baseball is. Yeah. Just defending their park. Yeah, you just show up at someone's park. With, 
and then the other team defends against There's it. There's baseball yep. bats still involved. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's, it's like, like a rumble. It's like the Warriors. It's like the right. Outsiders. <laughs> Yes, yeah. which was also like the Warriors. <laughs> <laughs> Stay gold, Wade Boggs. Warriors, Uh Yeah, so we had a pretty crazy week. Um, before any of the actual work started, we had uh, talked for weeks and weeks with uh, Mr. Jeff Gerstman from Giant Bomb about stick tips. Oh. So this blew my mind. It might not be because this is a nationwide podcast. <laughs> Don't know if you know oh, that. Worldwide. But we here in Boston uh, are just like everywhere, every crappy sub shop you go to on the menu is like a steak tip sub or a steak tip dinner. And we have the normal, uh, like a, a, a steak and cheese. Yeah, we've got steak and cheese. We've got steak bombs. Like the thin, like shaved steak but, stuff. Uh, but sometimes, sometimes you want something a little more yeah. substantive than just a steak and cheese. I personally like steak tips. You want some subs. steak tips? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's more, yeah, you get more meat for your buck. Yeah, so why don't you tell... The non-New Englanders. <laughs> what? <laughs> Come on. Jeez. Come on. Making it blue over there. Talking, talking about tips. Jessa, we're going to confiscate the tips. Tips. I finally tips. feel human again. Steak tips. Yeah, so fi- so fill, fill the listeners in. So apparently, so I was talking about this uh, with Jeff, and Jeff said to me, I have no idea what we're talking about. And I'm like, what are you talking about? It's steak tips. Everyone knows steak tips. And apparently everyone doesn't. Apparently it's a New England-based uh, cuisine. Like candlepin bowling. Yeah, I actually, yeah. we should have taken them candlepin bowling, too. Candlepin bowling of cuisine. Yeah. Uh, and so we had to, when he was in, we, we actually got him to schedule his flight a day earlier. <laughs> so we could take him out for steak tips. Forgot about that. Uh, and, like, this is a thing that we take for granted. And, like I said, they're in every crappy sub shop. So we actually had to find, like, a good place for steak tips. And you did a lot of research. I did. You, uh, you at I, one point, Googled. I went to Google.com, <laughs> typed uh, in best steak tips in Boston. Yep. First result, Silvertone Grill booked us a reservation. Yeah, they were also time. number one on Yelp, I believe. Yeah. Your so reservation I, story is even kind of good. Yeah. What was your name? <laughs> Mo. Mo. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I called. Silvertone does not take reservations. I no. called. They do for us, though. Yeah, and she said... I can't remember. How did my, I don't remember how my impression of her was. It was husky. Like I remember she had a husky, smoky, smoky yeah. voice. Like an old 1940s jazz singer would. Yep. <laughs> like a Jessica Rabbit. If she, mm. Does she have a husky no. voice? No. Maybe in my mind she does. Nope. <laughs> uh, but anyway, she was like, uh, we, don't, uh, we don't take reservations. Uh, and I was like, oh, that's too bad. And she's like, how many you got? And I was like, uh, eight of us. She's like, when do you want to come in? Like tomorrow at uh, six thirty. She's like, "Tell you what, you call me back at five o'clock tomorrow. We'll see what we can do." Yeah, ask for ask Mo. For ask Mo. for Mo. <laughs> and they're like, "Okay, that was weird." And I call back, and someone else answers, and I said, uh, "Is Mo there?" I'm like, "Oh yeah, hold on." And she goes, and she had no idea at first. She's like, "Huh?" I was like, "Oh yeah, we talked yesterday. You told me to call." She's like, "Oh, you followed through. You did it. Okay." <laughs> Come on over. We got a spot for you. <laughs> so it was weird. That she didn't easy. introduce herself. Yeah, so call the Silvertone. Ask for Mo. Right. Yeah, ask for Mo. In my head, that was Roz from Monsters, Inc. Yep. Yeah. yeah. That was a good impression. I thought you were going to say Roz from Frasier. <laughs> nope. In That's my mind, it was uh, Patty and or Selma from The Simpsons. <laughs> right. She was definitely yeah, not the husky. Yeah. It was more of a sultry than oh. a husk. Oh. Mm-hmm. But I, I don't do sultry mm-hmm. well. No. No, you <laughs> <laughs> uh, But the steak tips were so good. They, they were, were basically... Little 
full steaks. Yeah. Like steak tip subs are they look like a tip. They look like a tip of a steak, the whatever that might steak. be. <laughs> but these were like big like medallions. They're they were very great. tasty. Yeah. Very tasty. Uh so that was fun. And uh who else? Oh, Nick Chester and his wife Deb also had never had steak tips before because they're from Balmer. From Beemore. Uh just weird. Weird things. I guess it's like Portillo's in Chicago. Ugh. But I didn't know like what that was in until Chicago. Drake made me go to one, and they're amazing. And it changed your life. Yeah. Yeah. So good. Or a Top Pot Donuts in Seattle. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Some food only available certain parts of the country. <coughs> yeah. And I, I, so, so we were trying to figure out, I think. They're in my throat. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> steak tips in the throat. Yeah. Um, why that's a thing. And I think that my theory was that, because it's New England, mm-hmm. very hearty working class culture in new england sure steak's expensive oh yeah you can't afford a whole so, steak. so you get a steak tip you get the, the substance of steak <laughs> but you don't have to buy a whole steak oh no bone to worry about no bone ah. yeah that's my theory i i working class theory. food i kind of thought that it came from like if they're making a steak like a, a filet it's the pieces that were cut off all the filets that the fancy people ate yep and oh, then these yeah. are the Probably. tips that, that makes they sense. Probably. Sell for cheap and we don't have them in Texas because, like, we got cows everywhere. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I went to a steakhouse in Texas. It was good, but it, it was like a, a five mile stretch of just cows with their heads like in the things. Yeah. just like right on the side of the like Aww. thousands and thousands of cows. Yeah. And then you go and eat cow, and it's really depressing. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> really depressing. Yeah, good groaner, folks. Yeah. Yep. It's a bummer. Yeah. But steak tips are good. Steak tips, though. <laughs> steak tips, huh? The greatest. Don't think about where it comes from. Just eat it. Gersman, go get steak tips. Like so every then Gersman, every, every single day of packs, sometimes twice a day, and it spread to the other giant bomb guys. Like Brad did it too. <laughs> yeah, we took them out Saturday. Yeah, night. we took Brad Saturday. Brad oh, and Patrick. Uh, yeah, he got steak tips every day. Yeah. So I think we converted them. Steak then. tips every day. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. <laughs> First draft. Someone, someone should license that song for, yes. me, for their steak tip. Yeah. Hey, hey, hey. Steak <laughs> tips every, every day. day. <laughs> Why did we not come up with that during it's the too steak tip? Now, get a jump on next year. So that year. set a great tone, I thought, for the weekend. A silver tone. Oh, because yeah. oh. that was the name of the restaurant. That we yeah, got the steak tips at. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mo, you're welcome. <laughs> Uh, yeah, and then we went home, and then Thursday night, And then a bunch of other stuff happens. Stuff happens. Yeah. Stuff happens, guys. I feel like we've been talking about it forever. <sighs> yeah, this has been miserable. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, because we did a live stream about it. Uh, talked about uh, talked about PAX on the live stream. Yeah. We've been talking about it on the forums and on Twitter and Facebook for... Yep. The last Ever. hundred years. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, so wrote about years. it on the Dance Central website. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm still writing about it for rock band. We uh, the, uh, the Brattle for a third year in a row did a big old rock band party. Yep, sold out. Sold out in like a day. To capacity. Yeah, which is weird. Yeah, and we tried looking at other venues because we knew there was going to be a ton of demand for it, and thought, oh, maybe we could get a bigger place. Um, but uh, but in the end, um. Nothing ended up working out. Uh, certainly not as well as the Brattle did. You know, we had, we've we're familiar with them. We know uh, we know the the tech setup there, and uh, and Ned that runs the Brattle is super awesome, really good to us. So we ended up going with uh, with familiar familiar grounds. Yep. Uh, it's kind of like that's our 
that's our our home home base for PAX. It'd be like if you were a baseball team, yeah, you want to defend. It's our Fenway. Park. Yours, yeah, yeah. The rattle <laughs> is we our defend Fenway against park other that we defend teams. against other bats. visiting teams. Oh, baseball would be so much better if that's how it worked. Right? <laughs> yeah, like they just always have to be stationed in the park they represent. And then other teams actually have to invade. That would be more like Red It Dawn. would probably be even more nerve-wracking if there wasn't a schedule for when those games were going to be played. <laughs> yeah. And, like, the exactly. Dodgers could show up at any exactly. point. And Wade Boggs always has to be on guard. Yeah. Because there's and Kirby Puckett could be right around the corner. Ever-vigilant Wade Boggs. Ugh. <laughs> 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 He's still alive. Wade Boggs is fine. <laughs> His mustache might have been shaved, Kirby but he's Puckett still alive. Is Kirby Puckett is not. Uh, that's true. The Puck, Puck Dog. dog. <laughs> Bob Dog. Bob Dog fine. Puck Dog sadly deceased. <laughs> sadly. Uh, uh, so yeah, we ended up doing uh, doing the rattle again. Yep. Uh, we Apologies had to, to those who couldn't get in. Yeah. We did try, like Aaron said, to do a bigger venue. We wanted to, without without saying so much, we wanted to kind of do a big rock band blowout. Yeah. Because, you know, uh, we'll get to that too, but our DLC is coming to an end. We wanted to sort of do a, a big... Yeah. Not like a farewell show, but this, a is like the, this was the last yeah, stop on this tour. Yeah. And, uh, you know, we've been on the road for five years, yeah. want to take a little break. Um, and, uh, and yeah, I looked around at a couple other venues, but uh, but the Brattle, Brattle ended up being the place. Uh, a but lot of weird eye movements <laughs> happening. I know, on the side I feel of the like table. I'm caught in between yeah. something. I don't know what's going on. Yeah, Christine, declarations, no? anything? What's going on? Nope. And that's just calling out my, my distaste the for the word celebrate. Oh. oh yeah, that's right. You hate happiness. I forgot about that. <laughs> no, why don't let's let's get into it. Let's get into it, Christine. Let tell us tell us why, why you, you hate, hate joy. Celebrate. I never took you for a goth, Christine. We don't go into it. This is a conversation we've had a lot. No, I know, but probably not on. Probably not. <laughs> not Can on the Air your grievances. Oh yeah. boy, there have been some. I, I like consistency. Okay, I'm the web editor here. I make sure words are spelled right. And make sure stuff is done on time wow. most of the time. Jess is laughing. For I know. Some I don't understand. <laughs> She's a word probably nerd just, too. Probably pop rocks caught in her throat. So, <laughs> that's what it is. She's high on the sugar. Um, so I like the naming convention we've had for our DLC. That is artist name, pack, and a number. So like when we release a DLC pack. Yeah. Is what you're talking about. Yeah, and it's like the artist name, a pack, and a number. And then every once in a while we get some weird one that's like celebrating this artist. Yeah. And I never understood why. Yeah, celebration is yeah. a weird way to frame that. I yeah. think uh, I think that that oddball naming convention started pretty early on, where we yeah, had we didn't really stick to it. We had Punk Pack One arguably Punk, pack. and then Punk arguably Punk Pack was the follow up because mm. I guess we got a lot of criticism for those songs not being punk enough, uh-huh. uh, and so the the audio team was like, "Fine, here's what we're gonna do." <laughs> uh, and then more recently, there's been more requests from specific uh artists or labels or management um or uh or even offers from uh you know from our side of the fence to do something to make packs a little bit just something to stand out a little bit more so than usual and so it's it's not uncommon in press releases uh to see rather than like uh pack 01 or pack 02 to see some kind of like celebrating band such and such uh or weird album title mashup Pack oh one, uh, which uh, which you are not crazy about. Nope. What if they had all been puns? Every pack ever released, we found a punny way to name it. No, that'd be terrible. What about if but it pack would have been was consistent? Released on their birthday, and that's why we're celebrating. That's okay. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. You celebrate birthdays. That's the thing that you celebrate. 
Yeah. Celebrating an artist just because they have a pack out it sounded weird. <laughs> Celebrating artist's birthday pack. Your maybe? pack is showing. <laughs> <laughs> See, I've never been a fan of the uh, the O one, O two, O three. Really? Yeah, it's so neat though. Mm. It's easy mm. to organize. But like, would you like it if albums were named that? No, so that that's the exception, right? Is like, oh, we've got moving pictures album. That's an yep. entire album. We wouldn't call. But that... not celebrating moving. Pictures. No, 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 no. We don't want to do that. Yeah, and there's only so many times you can celebrate. I think that was yeah. mm-hmm. that was what burnt us out. That there was yeah. a, a good solid stretch where um, there were maybe a, a you know a few too many packs in a row where the default convention became, oh, let's just celebrate it. Let's yeah. just like let's just like thra- slap a celebrating on there. Call it a day. Yep. So, uh, so, yeah, Christine's deep, dark secret. <laughs> <laughs> How did we even get on that subject? Because Annette was we're giving me weird celebrating. looks. And you oh, right, yeah, yeah, Celebrating yeah, yeah. Pax East. So we were celebrating, celebrating things. Yeah. The bridal. Yeah. We were celebrating <laughs> Rock Band, which we actually were celebrating Rock Band. Yeah, we should have called it a celebrating Rock Band. The word is Party 01. Party. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been good. Uh, it would have been good. It would have been Why Party 03, though. Yeah, but we never did an 01 or an 02. And see, that's where the problem is. Missed opportunity. <laughs> Missed opportunity. Uh, yeah, but that went no. great. Yeah, that went great. Yeah, um, there were some people that uh, that you know braved the elements, waited around outside, and did eventually get in. And got drunk, which was drunk. awfully cool. The uh, the brattle. Yeah, and got drunk and drunk. We had uh, <laughs> and named some names. We had. Uh, I missed all this because I was stuck on stage the whole time. Uh, I was stuck was downstairs it, uh, with the photo booth. I was for stuck a good in a corner time. on top of yeah. t-shirts. <laughs> on top. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was around the t-shirts. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. We, we gave away so much swag. Everyone that bought a ticket to the show uh, got a got a sweet rock band track jacket. Yep. A rock band. Road Crew track jacket. Yep. Uh, and a Rock Band Ultimate Tour t shirt. Yeah. You what do you, still what if, have. Yeah. What if people wanted to get those and they weren't there? Uh, we, we have a few left over mm. uh, and we're uh, we're talking um, about uh, are potentially. We, in talks? We, we are in talks, in discussions, preliminary discussions about maybe um, running some sort of giveaway, including that swag. Mm. Uh, and also uh, our very own Swish McGill, hard at work on some manner of a web store. Uh, where people could potentially buy these items. What an idea! Directly, yeah. We've had a we've had a, a significant number of requests um, for this swag specifically, um, but there's been a bunch of other designs in the past. Uh, some DC designs, uh, some Dan Central gear that we've had at either PAX or E3, uh, some older uh, classic rock band designs, and uh, and so we wanted to uh, see if we could find some way to make those available to the people on mass. So timely, yeah, yeah. Right. You know, <laughs> we done this five years strike ago. while the iron's hot. <laughs> well, in our defense, <laughs> in our defense, I think it was less pressing because we did have a lot of merchandising deals, deals in the early Target, days, where like Target or Walmart yeah. or Best Buy would have yeah. like dedicated Rock Band gear, and so like up through, I think almost through the launch of Rock Band three, yeah. there was a bunch of stuff where like. You could buy rock band board shorts and birthday cards and cake Sweat toppers. Pants. But I bet I our stuff's going to be cooler. Yeah. Our stuff's probably going to be cooler, but yeah. no board shorts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do speedos? I mean, put your request. Yeah. Uh, nope. Don't request that. Yeah. Put that request. Okay. Board shorts. Rock fine. band banana hammocks? No. Nope. Uh-huh. No. Boy shorts. G strings? Yeah. Yeah. This is why Fish um, is doing this. Uh, <laughs> uh, maybe like uh, some uh, some pants with like uh, like printing on the, the butt cheeks. Yep. Pasties? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think you could fit logos on those. We have a bunch we of could. little yeah. icons, the yeah. instrument icons. If it's yeah. just, yep. yeah. See? Yeah. But they yep. make themselves. Ding, 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 ding. Yeah, you have to pick your thoughts, too. 
Yeah. Yeah. Million yeah, so dollar idea. So that's leave it on the table. Yeah. So keep keep an eye out for that. Yep. Um, I'm just keep shaking a, my head at face. If there's specific <laughs> things that you guys are uh, are into, not like Pope. <laughs> if there's specific things that uh, that you guys are into or specific designs you're looking for, uh, give us a shout on rockband.com or dancecentral.com, and we'll maybe uh, do polls on social uh, once we have things up and running. Do polls with your pasties. Yeah, pasty poll. Uh, nope. <laughs> so the next day, the floor opened and Dance Central was on the floor. Tell us about it, Jessa. So uh, we had an awesome Dance Central stage set up in the Microsoft booth, and we had some really cool. Did you say booth? I did, and Good. I was booth. thinking Good. about it oh, as I'm I said it. Booth. I've like, been trying to make that a way thing. Disrupt booth, like my girlfriend <laughs> from <laughs> <Michigan>. <laughs> 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 Booth. Glad to know I succeeded. Shia LaBeouf. Shia LaBeouf. <laughs> French for the beef. <laughs> what is the Shia part? Back French to steak for? tips. Uh, steak tips. Steak tips. <laughs> <laughs> steak tips the beef. Swag. We had great swag. Swag the beef. Swag. Uh, we had some really cool gym bags and water bottles and sweatbands. That little kids really liked the sweatbands, which was really cute. They'd pull them all the way up their arms. Um, and then we had awesome pens in the booth. These really classy little. <laughs> Here we go. <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. We did not have pens. We had pins. It's the same thing. Pins. pins. Um, no, but she calls pe- pin. I don't get it. Pins. They were they were pins, but you call them pens. But because if Texas. I had a pen in my hand, you would say, "Can I have your pen?" No, it's the same thing. They're they're both pens. What? One no. is with an I. One's with an E. Yeah. What about um? What about that? Uh, the the little guy, like they they live where it's cold. Yeah. They got yeah. tiny little like birds. Wings, tuxedo birds. birds. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, tuxedo birds. Sometimes they got crowns, beaks. Penguins. 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 All right, so we had pins. <laughs> um, we had little boomy sticky things, and then pasties. Pasties. Boomy pasties. And then we also had Amelia sticky things from the Microsoft pins. There were yeah. Amelia ones badges, were buttons, buttons, yeah. buttons badges. Um, that were adorable. They had papercraft Amelia on them, and if you participated in each booth at the Microsoft, I can't say boom, anything boom. now without overthinking yeah. all yeah. the words. <laughs> you could get an awesome papercraft poster from Microsoft. So we were thrilled. But that our boomy pins were secret, right? They yeah. were. You had to ask for them, which was also kind of neat. Um, but what was a bummer about the stage was that. People didn't identify themselves when they were Twitter followers. And later on, I would see them tweeting at Dance Central being like, I had so much fun on your stage. Look at me with my swag. And I would have remembered interacting with that person and not known that they were whoever they were on Twitter. They're really, in general, packs in general, attendees need to be better about that. Introducing themselves. Because I know who these people are, but not by face. I get a lot of people tweeting about me. Yeah. After they had yeah. seen me, yeah. maybe not even like, introduced yeah, themselves. It was maybe on the second day I put out a request on Twitter that if people stopped by, yeah, the that same. they introduced themselves. Yep. And for the most part, people were were pretty good about that. I think that a lot of people like just kind of assume. Yeah. That everybody knows who I everyone is. I think a lot is. of the DC fans were just really shy about it. Or yeah, didn't, that like, happens too. They or people would get really like excited or weirded out or whatever their emotion was to be meeting us. But it's really cool for us to get to meet community members we've been interacting yeah. with too. Yeah. yeah. And people, it's not even just community members. Even people that like, co- like colleagues. Yeah. Yeah. Just assume you know who they are. Yeah. It's so awkward yeah. to be like, I guess I don't know who you I are. Know. We, should, uh, we should dig a little deeper. And uh, talk about Tim Schafer a little bit. 
<laughs> what do you want to talk about? Oh, well, I just, you know, you know, vis-a-vis uh-huh. discussions yeah. of, uh, you know, people. I'm sure he, he meets a lot of people. He probably does meet a lot um, of people. And, uh, you know, shakes a lot of hands. Yep. And maybe doesn't always remember every yeah. single person that he meets. So I've definitely met him a number of times. You've met now. him and met him. You've met like him we, so many times. We were times. almost on simultaneous tours with the Beatles, and he was on Brutal Legend. We saw him everywhere we went. Yep. Uh, and I introduced myself multiple times. Friends with many people like on last uh, yeah last year. Pat, yeah, Greg team. Rice, good good friend. Uh, last year uh, at Pax Prime, saw Gr- Greg who's a very tall man, so you see him very easily. So I went to say hi to him, and he happened to be next to Tim. So I went up and said, hi, Greg, hi. And then I, I went to say hey to Tim. And keep in mind, I had met him multiple times at this point. Oh, we've invited him to parties. Yeah, he's been to our parties. He's gone on camera with me holding the camera and him pretending to be John Drake. Uh, and then he gave me the, uh, hi, I'm Tim Schaefer. And he shook my hand like we'd never met. Yeah. And it was caught on camera because they were doing their like double fine <laughs> adventure TV show thing. And I was like, oh, yeah, I know, we've met. Anyway, then this year at PAX East, again, went to the Double Fine booth to say hi to Greg. Uh, Tim was there. Uh, made a little jokesy at Tim because uh, the thing that they had just announced was that, uh, what's it called, Drop Chord? Yep. Which is a game that they've made with this little sensor. It's like a connect for your fingers. It's crazy. For the PC, yeah. PC and Mac. And it's sort of a music game. So I was like, ah, Tim, now we're competitors. And he is like, hi, I like just complete blank. He had no idea who I was, and, that, uh, and then I had to be like, "No, I'm harmonics." Just making a joke. You We're pointed not... at your chest. Yeah, I did because I was wearing my harmonics jacket. That's what we do. My harmonics pasties. <laughs> he was like, he just gave me nothing back. I know that was hard for you. I broke my heart. That was hard. And then a week later, John Drake went to bowl with him, so they're clearly Cold. chummy. Well, you don't know. <laughs> Maybe, Maybe how do you know? spent the whole night every, with him, every not knowing who he was. Had to reintroduce himself. <laughs> Tim Schafer has short-term amnesia. Yeah, it's like he's he's the memento of video games. Oh, yeah. I bet he's covered in tattoos. Yeah. I'm imagining it right yeah. now. Okay. Awesome. <laughs> but yeah, so I, I appreciate you talking about it. I know that that was difficult for you. It was. But uh, there's a little peek behind the curtain. Wanted to let, uh, right. let the community know. Yep. I was also proud, on the flip side, to make our friend Dave Lang's life miserable. Uh, I tweeted before PAX that everyone should go see him at PAX and call him <laughs> Big Man on Campus, which apparently took off. Yeah. Oh, in a big way. <laughs> he, he's still upset about it. <laughs> but as everyone, upset at, as everyone at the show anything. was talking about Dive Kick, so I'll take personal responsibility <laughs> yeah. for Dive Kick. I mean, it's, it's funny, but he actually was the big man on campus that week. Like He is a huge is person. Right. I mean, he yeah. won. Very large man, <laughs> like just a giant guy, like a gentle giant. If you ever saw the show Coach, this guy is basically Dobber. Uh, he's like he's probably like twice as tall as Dobber is yeah. too. Um, but uh, but also, um, Dive Kick was for a lot of people game game yeah. of show, um, which is crazy. It was super fun. I hadn't um, heard of it before then. I didn't know that there had been like a Kickstarter thing for for people that aren't familiar. You're missing out. Um, it is uh, a traditional fighting game like Mortal Kombat or, uh, or um, Street Fighter, Street Fighter. Um, but there are only two buttons, uh, dive and kick. Yep. That's it. No joystick. Everybody has a thousand health. Yep. Every kick does a million damage. Yep. So, uh, so the way uh, Dave pitched it uh, was that moment of tension you feel when you're one hit away from getting perfected in a game and you don't want to feel that sense of shame or embarrassment that is every second of dive <laughs> kick 
Um, but each round is also only 20 seconds long. So yep. it is like a super, super like flash style fighting game. Yes. Uh, like unbelievably tense, but super, super fun. And then I, Nick and I, he actually gave Nick and I uh, a guided demo. Yeah. So the first day I, I had played too. it. Okay. Yeah. First day I had played it just like in line and, you know, I played for literally maybe a minute, like two rounds or something. I was like, okay, I get it. And then I came back with Nick because Nick hadn't seen it. And he gave us a guided demo and like started revealing all this strategy yeah. and all these different things of the different guys. Different characters, different characters kick in different, different ways. It's actually a pretty deep game yeah. for a one hit kill fight. Yeah. Game. And I do not care for fighting games. Me either. Um, and he was really good about explaining that like it cuts through all the BS yes. of like memorizing moves and all those <laughs> combos and blocking. Like you just dive and kick. Yep. That's it. Dive kick. And we hooked him up because for some reason he drove a U-Haul across the country yeah. for his booth and it yeah. broke down. So we provided them with dev kits to do their booth. Yeah. And I believe haven't checked. I believe DevKick is still on our, our dev kit. Oh, that's oh, right. So I was thinking we should set up an Eternal Harmonics League. Yep. Done. Yes. Yep. DevKick tournament. Don't tell any of the Street Fighter guys on the art team because they will wreck us. That's true. That's true. Yeah, they will. Maybe we'll wreck. Oh, we could hook it up to Ryan's Street Fighter machine. Uh, that'd be pretty good. Our art director, Ryan Lesser, has built a custom Street Fighter cabinet, a sit down cabinet yep. for some reason. It's pretty classy. Even though he's a stand up desk. <laughs> Got a lot of fighting game fans in the studio. Yeah. Too many. Well, you Central see that too in, Dan, in Dance that. Central. <laughs> yeah. like, Pearly, like the lead art dude, loves fighting games. And he put as much of that as he could into the characters yep. in Dance Central. Even something as simple as the versus screen. Yeah. Cruise. Yeah. It's all over the place. Oh, yeah. Shows. Uh, so how did you think the, the show went? I thought it was a really good show. It was probably one of our most low-key and nicest shows I think I've worked in however many years I've single been stage mm-hmm. yeah it was yeah. Yeah. usually we'll have maybe two dance central stages Plus and a rock band stuff. stage yeah maybe rock band blitz on yeah, top six of it kiosks for Ooh. blitz yeah and it was nice we had a steady stream of people the whole time which i was kind of surprised about with all the new new games being announced there and you know this was dance central 3 which i think a lot of the people who are playing have at home anyway but you know we had a line wrapped around the stage everybody was really nice and had a lot of fun um I really like that after everyone dances, everyone in line claps, which is yep. always such like a really just yeah. nice feel good thing. I think there's something special about the dance central community at PAX or in general, but like everyone who shows up, they know the routine they want to do. It's like a performance thing. Yeah. They want to perform for everyone else who's there, who's also there to do the routine yeah. they want to know. Yeah. Not a lot of like random walk-ups, I don't think. You Not know? as many since you have to wait in line. Although yeah. there were people who had never played before, which is fun. Yeah. But there definitely is that aspect of like people, a lot of those people had really practiced their routines and they got up to, to perform. Like there's not any kind of slinking in the shadows. People know that they are getting up to dance in front of people. Yeah, those or are people, the people that, who people played that themselves. came yeah. with the intent of challenging one of us. Or yeah, like which People is cute. that came in costume. Like, yeah. Which is something above and beyond what, you know, we would ever see for rock band. Like it's usually just like, hey, can I play with the harmonics right. guys? I'll jump in. But yeah, but Dance yeah. Central is like definitely that next level of hardcore where it's like people come in cosplay, people like are calling us out specifically. Yeah. That was really, really And fun. it's just incredible watching people who really know the routines. There was mm-hmm. one girl who did um uh, what doesn't kill you makes you stronger. Yeah, she yeah. Awesome. I, like I am working on that song at home now because she was fantastic. <laughs> yeah. Watching her She's so good. She was it was just effortless. So that's always kind of fun. The little boy that did Party Rock. He was adorable. Was probably my favorite. He yeah. got up, 
he came to the end of the stage and I would go around asking people what songs they were going to do. And so I went and asked him what song he was going to do and he told me. And then I looked at his dad and said, are you going to dance too? And his response was, no, I don't want to mess up his dancing. <laughs> and I laughed and the kid laughed. And then I asked the kid, do you want to dance by yourself or do you want one of the girls to dance with you? Because some people don't want to get up there by themselves. Yeah. And the kid said, you know, very politely, no, I want to dance by myself. And I said, okay, sure. <laughs> and Show us what back. you got, kid. And that was it. Like, he was super quiet, super polite, and then got up and just completely killed the oh, song. Yeah, he was great. He knew every that's move. Awesome. And maybe that's another comparison with Rock Band 2 is that, like, when we travel with Rock Band, I got so used to singing vocals on songs I would not usually sing because people yeah. don't generally. Yeah, exactly. Like, they are yeah. either singers or they are really not singers. But with Dan Central, these people, a lot of them want to get up and dance by themselves and perform, mm -hmm. and they're... There's that missing element of bashfulness, I guess, that <laughs> people don't care, which is yeah. great. DC yeah. fans have no shame. That came through a lot in uh, in freestyle sections where there were people yeah, who'd be yeah. like good enough at the game like they would be like hitting the routine pretty fine uh, and then free play would happen and they would, and they would like pop and lock yeah. like there was that dude that did the yeah. robot on the first day yeah it's great um, or like people that came up like deliberately with the intent of just like joking around with each other mm -hmm. yep. and like grab each other and just jump around yeah but, I got to do my first ever uh, dance interview really oh, yeah, yep. that was good. John, oh that's right John Carnage from Twitch Came by and he was like, oh, let's do a thing. And then on the fly, we was like, what if you interview me while I'm dancing? So he and I were both dancing and he's like passing the mic back and forth as he's interviewing. Like, like I don't, he was just shouting the most random questions he could think of too. I haven't looked it up. I should look it up when we get back to it. Should. Desk. I want to see that. Send it around. Disaster. You won, Pope. <laughs> I won, did yeah. I? That's good. Yeah. Good. But that, yeah, that was fun. Um, and uh, a lot of good cosplay. Yeah. Yeah. For the most part, 99% appropriate cosplay. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were kind of, even walking around, I kind of noticed that this this convention, more than any other, to me, felt like there were just as many girls as guys, lots more families than yeah. usual, like, not a whole lot of weird, uncomfortable advertising or anything like that. Like, it was really just a nice show, which was awesome. Yeah. Yes. PAX East is always, I mean, PAX in general is usually yeah. on the safer side uh, of that spectrum. But uh, but yeah, this year more so than than yeah. other recent years. It's cool. Everyone was super cool. Yeah. Good show. Yeah. Yep. And our cosplayers were incredible. Yeah. Yeah. Shout outs to you guys. There's pictures on dancecentral.com's blog. Yep. Look at Justice Recap. There's some good stuff on there. We even had a real life boombox on so the cool. stage. Yep. We had a golden boombox. So cool. It was so cool. We're gonna try to get it. Uh, there was also <laughs> a great. There was this kid uh, cosplaying as uh, this. This person we know named Ryan Gleason. Remember, he showed up and he looked just like Ryan Gleason. Someone was cosplaying as him. Yeah, and then he sat on a stage for like three days. I don't remember that. No, it was it, he. It was a very convincing <laughs> costume. Huh. Huh. It was a very convincing character uh, work he did. This may have been one of those people from the community that didn't introduce themselves, like we were That's talking about earlier. Probably completely true. <laughs> probably yes. I mean, it was good, solid goof though. Yeah. Good long best, lead goof. Best Ryan Gleason <laughs> cosplay I've seen at a show. Good. He had a friend cosplaying as his phone. <laughs> oh, it's a team team effort. What up, Ryan? How you doing? You're probably listening to this. Yeah. Probably right now. You didn't say hello to me the entire three days, Ryan. And Oof. I will take that to my grave. That's Ow. rough. Feelings were hurt. Taking it to my grave. Feelings were hurt. Yeah. Uh, so then we had our panel. Aaron, tell us oh. about our panel. Woo! 
Panel was fun. He Noth- can't tell you about the panel. Nothing, We're not allowed. Can't, nothing happened. What panel? First rule of panel. Nothing happened. Don't talk about panel. <laughs> um, so, uh, I've seen that movie too, by the way. <laughs> so our panel was uh, related to rock band. Uh, it was kind of like a rock band behind the music uh, type thing. Um, and and it's probably playing months in advance. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Months, months in advance, and settled um, beforehand. And yeah, yep. uh, we uh, then kind of like hit hit a few snags. Late in the game, um, and uh, there was some question about whether or not we were oversharing um, or we were being a little too discursive about uh, some things because we were talking about uh, like some DLC that we announced that never came out uh, early in the the history of Rock Band, um, and we talked about a few games that we announced that didn't ever come out uh, early in the history of Rock Band, um, and then also like a few uh, a few bands that we pitched, um, or uh, bands that we obviously were highly requested that we would love to work with, um, that we put together some uh, some kind of like proof of concept materials. Um, so not like work in progress or like nearly worse, uh, but just like if this was going to happen, here's kind of the direction that we were going to take it in. Um, and there was a there was a, a a bit of a bit of a speed bump. Uh, at the end there, like about a week before uh, the show, uh, where uh, where some people were concerned that we were maybe o- oversharing, um, and so we had to uh, dial things down a little bit and uh, and rearrange some of the content. Um, and I'm still really happy with how things turned out. I think we put on a pretty good show. Um, yeah, and ju- a lot of people showed up. Judging by the attendance, definitely yeah. our most well attended panel yeah. uh, that we've ever put on. Um, like maybe six hundred people. It was crazy. Seven hundred people. Yeah, it was crazy. Mine people. was insane. Um, it was. I did not know in advance that that was the biggest theater at PAX. Um, and we were mostly well full. besides the main theater. Besides the main theater, yeah, um, which is gargantuan. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, um, you know, it came in a little hot. We were adding slides and editing content. As of noon, mm-hmm. uh, like six hours before <laughs> before our uh, our panel, which is not ideal. Um, usually, you want to have that 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 kind of stuff locked down a yeah. few weeks Hot in panel advance. Panel tip: Yeah, gonna yeah. do a panel, lock yeah. it down before yeah. the day. Of Don't the panel. do it day of. <laughs> um, but uh, but yeah, we we talked about what we could talk about, and we showed what we could show, and um, a lot of uh, a lot of oohs and ahs. I know that that you guys uh, yeah. were in the front front row, and we couldn't hear everything up on stage, but said that like every time we showed a new slide of like, here's what you know a menu looked like in Pearl Jam Rock Band, which was the thing that we announced but never really came out, and people are like, oh, yeah. uh, so that was cool. Yeah, um, I didn't get to hear any of that. Yeah, no. uh, silent hushes. Yeah, how they react to the. Uh... The LZ thing, big gas. That got the biggest reaction. Yep. That, yeah. that one, I that one I heard. Like you, you could <laughs> kind of like hear the oxygen leaving the room. Yeah, which yep. is pretty cool. Um, but uh, but we uh, we've had a lot of requests. We did not stream that panel. Nope. We did not record video or audio, um, which is the first time that we've ever done that with our panels. We usually try to broadcast them or record them and Pax exclusive. Share them as much as we can. But yeah, because of uh, a lot of the, uh, the the sensitive nature of the the conversations, we obviously don't want to burn any bridges with any bands or labels or overshare and uh, step on any toes. So we wanted to kind of minimize the risks because um, we would obviously still like to work with those bands and labels yeah. in the future. Um, so Joe will actually be deleting this whole section of the podcast. Yes. <laughs> um, if you're hearing this, just pretend you didn't hear. <laughs> so we are, uh, I actually uh, reached out to uh, to Chris, who was on the panel with us. Uh, some of you listening may remember Chris from previous hit episodes of the podcast. <laughs> um, he uh, 
he was kind of our, our go-to guy for a lot of the... Our the, goatee guy? Our goatee guy. He, <laughs> Can you he, imagine him with a goatee? He, he would have hilarious. a great... Goatee. Goatee. <laughs> he would have a great... Like a mirror, mirror... Yeah. Uh, evil, evil version. Evil Rodolphus. <laughs> yeah. Um, but, uh, but yeah, uh, I reached out to him um, last week and was like, hey, didn't get to hear back from you. Don't know what you thought of the show. Uh, do we still have jobs? Bill Cosby speaking. You see, you see Rudy with the jello pudding. Uh, and, uh, and he was like, no, it was great. Let's talk. Uh, so, uh, so I took that as a good sign. Um, but we still need to uh, touch bases with him and see if we can maybe share any of that info. Um, like his slides that kind of showed like the terrible web of licensing, like what getting a song entails. Uh, a lot of that stuff I think would be super educational, uh, informative stuff for, uh, for the community. So we will still see what we can, um, what we can share. Just yeah, I like, image was great. I like yeah. the flip side. That only people who are there get to see it and becomes this thing of legend. I yeah. like that too. The only problem that we run into there is that there's like already been a little bit of a game of telephone yeah. where we've said like, there's been 600 some odd thousand requests on rockband.com since Rockband 3. And people uh, afterwards were like, oh my God, there's been over 600,000 requests for Muse and they didn't get Muse. <laughs> yeah. um, so we want to kind of like avoid the, uh, the the kind of like game of telephone uh, relaying that information. I would love the slide where it showed all the different moving pieces for music licensing, just like that image. Yep. So when we get people complaining about things, we can just send them that image. Be like, here's why. Yep. That and then like the life of a DLC track yeah. article, like put yeah. those together and just, then people can start to see like, why things happen the way they do um but still working on that hopefully we'll have some information like a a transcript or like some bullet points from that show because uh, we do want to share as much of that information as we can yeah yeah yep no no night we goofed we on real the giant bomb panel no, stuff. did some okay. organized goofing uh unleashed some bands amidst their panel really threw them off which i felt good about yeah, this was all a surprise. They did not yes. know that you were doing this. Right. We knew that they were going to prank John Drake. I had actually known about this Drake flight tracker for a while because they asked me to add details because there's a shared spreadsheet. And Dan Teasdale, who's an insane person, had the f <laughs> the plane type for each plane that he Jesus. went on because Dan is like a crazy aviation enthusiast. <laughs> That's kind of terrifying. Wow. It's terrifying. I know. <laughs> Uh, and that didn't really help much, but I knew about this thing. Uh, so we had our own counter pranks planned, a three, a three headed three prong prank. of prankery that Trident. we worked on with Max from, uh, Cards Against Humanity. Uh, so, uh, first I interrupted their introductions with some sweet bagpiping action. Uh, uh, a lady named Amy McLaughlin, who is great, not McLaughlin. <laughs> McLaughlin. McLough, McLough, TH, McLough, McLough, no, no, but uh, she was an awesome Oof. sport. <laughs> it was hard to explain the context of what we were doing, uh, but she was totally into it. Uh, and we came out, I sang some old Danny Boy mixed with Amazing Grace. It was a custom remix I did, <laughs> uh, and I just sort of came in and left without talking to them. Uh, it was in like the first they, five minutes yeah, of their right. panel. They went about their panel a little flustered. I watched the video afterwards. Ryan was definitely a little flustered. Oh, yeah. mm -hmm. uh, and then they pranked John, and then John said, ah, counter prank. And then a mariachi band comes out, performs, which went over well. Like yeah. 
standing ovation for the American yeah, they, really they were good. awesome. And so I, as these bands showed up, had to explain to them or try to explain to them, like, so did anyone tell you what what we're what you're doing here? And they're like, nope. <laughs> okay, We've just been rented for the hour. Here's the de- yeah, because we went through a talent booker who was actually very helpful, but it was just sort of this barrier between us and them. So they just showed up for their gig, which, by the way, even though it was ridiculous, is a good gig for a band to get paid to play for like three minutes. Oh yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So uh, just walk into this room, play, yeah. and walk out. That's basically it. I was like, okay, I'm gonna lead you around. You play whatever up tempo song you want to do. It'll be great. <laughs> and they're like, okay. Uh, and they, they really did it. great outfits on, too. It, yeah, they oh, were they full were regalia. Totally sold it. Uh, and they killed it. And then Max uh, introduced the third prank band, which was a full Dixieland jazz band <laughs> who marched around like More super high ball. energy. Yeah, they were great. Uh, brought the house down. Yeah, which mm-hmm. is nonsense. Yep. Total nonsense. Uh a lot of planning for a prank. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Could have been focusing on other things, probably. <laughs> I mean, almost anything else. Yeah, anything at all. Uh, but it Worth went it. off really well. It Worth was, it, it was in a the lot end. of fun, yes. You can check it out on Giant Bomb's recap of their panel on their uh, website, giantbomb.com. That's one of the great things about PAX, that it's not just a place for fans to meet up and hang out with each other, yeah. but for us, more show, more show. Mm-hmm. More so <laughs> than any other show that we get to, like, hang out with friends who are in press yeah. or other friendly yeah. developers. Um, and because it is like our town, like we get to hang out a little bit. <laughs> the play Our Town is based on <laughs> yes. that night at PAX. Based on PAX yeah. Oh, that would be it's a Mary good Ch- prank. Mary our Town, great. You just like the, the narrator sitting in the audience and spotlight comes on. <laughs> well, See, the, the boys the at the Giant Bob. stage manager. <laughs> What's that? The stage manager, right? Uh, it's like the, the, I don't know what his actual role is, but the guy, he's, he's like the, a narrator. Yeah. He talks think about our town. stage manager, I think. Oh, really? Not Drake sure. would know. Yeah. yeah, he would. He would be furious yeah. that we didn't know. <laughs> Drake is a lover of theater. He's a lover of musicals. Yeah? Yeah. Possibly the worst kind of theater. <laughs> oh, wow. Wow. Hey, you all went to Emerson. Like, yeah. you should be on my side. <laughs> well... Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, all right. Yeah. I mean, theater in general. Won't get any arguments from me. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, and that was also, by the way, this is all just the first day of PAX. Yeah, the show has barely started. Yeah. I'm exhausted so just talking about it. <laughs> yeah. And then two more days happened. Yep. Mm-hmm. But that was by just, comparison, we're really easy. Yeah, yes. It was mostly right. just show floor and hangout. And that's sort of our <laughs> MO. We sort of front load everything. Yeah. Why? I don't know why. <laughs> I, don't, I don't know why, but it makes things easier. Just unfortunate <laughs> scheduling. Yeah. Uh, another day on the floor on Saturday. Yep. I don't mm-hmm. think anything particular. More dancing. I did a panel dancing. with Pat Bear from the UCB Theater yeah. in New York and uh, Ryan Davis and Chris Kohler from Wired. That was a lot of fun. Uh, none of us knew what to expect because it's a show Pat does regularly in New York and he just asked us to do it. So we didn't really know what we were doing. Seemed to work out. Room was packed. Yeah, a lot of people watching on the stream, too. Yeah, stressful. Big crowd. Uh, but it went over well. And then we took the took Alex. We saw our old friend Alex Navarro. Mm-hmm. And uh, Brad and Patrick from Giant Bomb. We went out to dinner. Accidentally crashed a Destructoid. Crashed a double party Twitch. between Destructoid and Twitch. <laughs> yeah. They double booked this place for a party. Ooh, Karaoke also accidentally yep. happening. <laughs> yep. happening that night. That was awesome. Yep. And then another day of Hannah happened. from Improv Boston was there. And yep. Casey Malone, Malone. HMX alum. Yep. Fan favorite. Yeah. Local favorite. Local favorite. Local hero. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
And then Sunday, a whole another full day of PAX happened. Yeah. Yep. God. They're kind of all bleeding together. And then right the next now. one is going to be four days long. Yeah. I don't so many donuts. want that. A lot of good so games. So many donuts are going to happen. Anyone see any other games? Uh, yeah. I saw um, our friend Stone, who's always so good to us, let us in to see their uh, room demo. They just showed a video of Assassin's the Creed Behind 4. closed doors AC4 demo? Yep. Uh, it was just like a, a dev diary, basically. But um, it was it was cool. Pirates, some stuff. sharks, Pirates, yeah. Um, Nick, Nick and I went and saw uh, Saints Row Four, which oh, is lucky, ridiculous, lucky, ridiculous. Uh, I never played Saints Row Three, guys. What? Yeah. Oh, you would love it. Uh, that's what I've been told. Oh, it's the most fun. Yep. I don't know if I'll ever get to it. Jessa and I saw this great I'm game so... called Rock Band. That is literally what I wanted to say. <laughs> uh, Read my brain. We went to go get lunch on Friday and and Saturday and Saturday and decided you had that lunch we would... every day. I <laughs> Maybe not, no, Sunday. not Sunday. No. No. Okay. But Let two, me check two, the lunch calendar. Is better than normal. So yeah, no, we went to, we went to go get lunch on Friday and then we were trying to decide where to sit and the Rock Band free play stage was there and so we thought. Yeah, this should be where we sit. And so we hung out for our, our hour-long lunch break. And judged them accordingly in our minds, not out loud. Well, wow. to each other. But and, then, and then I tweeted from Harmonix and pictures Judgey of the stage. Yep. It was great. <laughs> it was awesome. Yeah. It was so much fun watching people completely out of control. Yeah. That was crazy that even though we didn't have anything on the floor, that the Rock Band free play stage still had like an hour-long yeah. line. Oh, yeah. And there, there, was a, there was a Dan Central free play stage, too, which was yeah. also busy the whole time, mm-hmm. even with our floor there. Yeah. And I think we were the only games at the free play stages. Like, I did not see anything else in those spots I thought about it, at but... any point, which is crazy. I mean, yeah. What other games would they do in a free play space? Well, I, I any, other any other games. <laughs> any, any game other games. ever. But they were both like stages. That's sort yeah. of what's yeah. always been our niche. We have stage performance games. games. Yeah. yeah, there were a lot of spectators too. It was crazy. Yeah, yeah. but I mean, hours. even even in that realm, that there were no like other plastic instrument games or other dance games. Yeah. Yeah, it was um, great to watch. So I think it speaks to the enthusiasm of the community for for our games. And I, again, like you mentioned earlier, like the performance aspect of our games, like it's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, saw the dudes from uh, Supergiant Games. Yeah. I was going to say, yeah. we have a lot of friends that were in the Indie Mega booth. Eric Chan yeah. was helping organize all their volunteers, former community manager. Sean yeah. Baptiste, yeah. former mm-hmm. community manager. Uh, with Firehose, and I think he also did a lot of yeah. organizing with the Go booth. Go home, dinosaurs. Uh, they had a Download uh, that. pillow fort, apparently. I, mean, I didn't see it, but it sounds yeah. pretty ridiculous. I was at their booth, but I don't remember the pillow fort. But I don't rem- really honestly remember much. <laughs> <laughs> I remember gummy bears. Yeah. Yeah. yeah gummy bears those. and donuts. Gummy bears and... I remember the donuts. Um, yeah, John Peterson. Big ups. Oh, yeah. Those yes. donuts. Yes. Brought us top pots. We'd like to point out yeah. that Christine those out for took those top too. pots home and we never saw them again. That's not true. Christine. Christine. I brought, she them, brought them in brought the office. Oh, Aaron right. and I you ate them even though they were That's right. I told you it's all They'd been sitting in a car overnight, so they were frozen. That's right. But then they warmed up and we all complained about them being warm. They were still They were really stale. We complained, but we ate every single donut. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Nothing goes to waste. Uh, but yeah, uh, Supergiant had another like <laughs> game of show with uh, Transistor. Yeah. Yep. The guys who did Bastion, this is their second game. Everyone, I think, had a lot of anticipation yep. for it. Mm-hmm. They had like Great. two hour lines. I know, which wow. is so neat. I remember, what was it, two years ago when they were there with Bastion and like yeah. Darren had cookies underneath the table. We'd go by and get cookies. And now they're huge. And yep. then all these people working there. And good for him. So big time that even we couldn't get in. 
we went to see it and uh darren was like yeah hang around i'll see what i can get in and then <laughs> yeah uh, no another guy from super giant was like no <laughs> come back after the floor's closed yeah, come by at six as the floor <laughs> closes on the last day yeah, yeah. I mean, good for them. Yeah. They yeah, totally. Busy. Uh, there was a cupcake gang Christine saw that she really liked. Oh, what yeah, was that it was called? so cute. Um, I don't remember what it was called. I have you the button sw- back at the office. You swat roaches to protect the cupcakes. Yeah. <laughs> it was an iPad game. Like and a they tower said it was defense like, style? Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And there were, there were I didn't, we didn't watch it for too long because we were on our way somewhere. Probably oh, I went Coming back, back from lunch. <laughs> and it, yeah, you protect the cupcakes and there were like little green army men and there were roaches and like. Hamsters <laughs> were somehow involved. Hamsters, yeah. And the cupcakes were super cute. Bananas. Yeah. It was adorable. There were bananas too? No, there were bananas. No. no. I was just saying. You're making that up, Aaron. <laughs> just saying it was bananas. <laughs> Patent infringement. I'm sorry. Game. I'm sorry. I don't know. It was it was fun. I I actually got a chance to wander around the indie indie area for an hour, which I've never really gotten to do with before. Before and it was a lot Probably, of fun. Probably, yeah. If if like someone came to PAX and had no idea what to see, I would just say go to the indie. Menu. Yeah, it's yeah. the they're, mm-hmm. they're kind of the least overwhelming, and you get to see all the really most cool variety people yeah. come up with. Yeah, really creative, pretty stuff. accessible. Oh, and I don't know together. if that's that speaks more to the like the the state of the industry right now or yeah. just like the state of Boston in general because there's so many local indie yep. devs. Yeah. But it was really cool seeing it. It was such an indie friendly, like even even like the tabletop area yeah, it was where it was really like cool. Ryan it's Lesser, almost... our art director, yeah. was there yeah, showing his new there. game, High Heavens. There's yep. a lot going on. So it's a lot of like DIY. It's almost like uh, going to a farmer's stores. market for video games. Yep. Because yep. <laughs> they're so friendly and they'll talk to you about their game because they want people to check out their yeah. game. It was very cool. Yep. Packs could just be that, and I would be happy. Yep. yep. Um, trying to think. Uh, Steph and Jeff, our friends at PopCap. Oh, yeah. Uh, they were there. Uh, they yep. had a booth, and they weren't showing anything. Nope. And Steph said that she was stoked uh, to make it all the way to Sunday before someone said, hey, so you don't have any games here. <laughs> <laughs> nope. Nope. Uh, but they had, like, a zombie kissing booth. Yeah. They had, like, really a test cute. of strength game. <laughs> They had a, a magician show up who was like doing a magic act <laughs> in front of their booth, which is super fun. Um, and then uh, I'm trying to think what else. Uh, Double Fine had a split booth with, with Cappy. Cappy Games. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like their thing, the Super Time Force. I didn't I even check that out, but I heard it was kind cool. of like a, an 8 bit side scroller. It's like Contra, but if Contra was mixed with Braid. Where there were a bunch of like oh, time control elements, yeah. where like if one guy on your team dies, you could rewind time and pick a different dude on your team to go and protect him. Right. Um, so it's kind of like a multiplayer, single player game. It's really fun. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. A lot of good little games. Indie Mega Booth, man. It's the way to go. Yeah. We uh, should get in on that. We should. We're an independent developer. Sure. We should stop paying for booths for ourselves. Yeah. Hear that, Microsoft? <laughs> thank you, thank you so much for letting us in your booth, Microsoft. Like we were next to Gears of War. Yeah, uh, Halo. Four. It was Halo fun. 4. The Microsoft people pretty were awesome bonkers people. company. Yeah. To be in. yeah, it is. Yeah, they were great. Well, guys, yeah. we have already cracked. Oh, that's the show. The hour. That's mark. pretty much everything. Even though we started a little. We more. have to. We have to leave to start planning for PAX Prime. Yup. That's not a joke. No. Um. Yeah. Uh, last thing we'll say is that uh, this week's DLC that we had re- we've already released. Oh yeah, I'll just gloss over all American that. Pie, <laughs> American Pie by Don McLean. Our uh, last regular weekly DLC release. Yeah, end of two hundred and eighty-one weeks. Yeah, consecutive content. Check out. Uh, we put a video up on our YouTube channel, youtube.com/slash/harmonicsmusic, uh, to commemorate the moment. 
uh, and share your memories with us. Yeah, there's a lot of a uh, lot of good uh, rock band retrospective threads on uh, rockband.com. Um, people sharing some of their favorite memories of the last five years of content. A lot of good comments on the YouTube video. Yeah, yeah. love on Weird. social. Weird. <laughs> there are never positive comments on YouTube. Yeah. And all of the comments are positive. But people have been really great. People have been super supportive, and it means a lot when we see people say, like, thanks for this, I can't wait to see what you do next, or knowing that people are going to stick around beyond just Rock Band, that they're not just, you know, fans of Dance Central or fans of Rock Band, that people are fans of Harmonix. Like, that's really, really cool. Gets us right where we live. Yup. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. Yay. <laughs> <laughs> like we alluded to earlier, we have a little... A little bit of a lag before we can actually talk about new stuff. So look for us to be doing more interviews over the next few weeks. Uh, I realized we should definitely get Dave Lang in here. Oh, talk yes. About, the Lang uh, Zone. The dive kick yeah. on his own because he's a much better pitcher. We should get man. all these guys. Darren from Super Darren. Yeah. Darren, yeah. Phil, uh, Phil from Octodad yeah. we have talked about oh. getting on. Uh, we'll Pat probably Bear wait, from wait until they get closer to their release. But yeah, Pat Bear we should get on. Yeah. So a lot of great guests coming up. Uh, so stay tuned yeah. to our let us, bi-weekly. Let us know what you would like to see or yes. hear, rather. Yes. Yeah. Or if it's C, we'll see what we can do. Yeah. Yeah. Live stream. On the live stream. Live stream. Yep. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. we we do video too, guys. Yeah. Yes. Yay. We're we an do. audio video yeah. club. We uh we assault all your senses. <laughs> Some more than others. Assaulted nuts. Yeah. <laughs> Good. Can't yep. say that. Good one. Well, thanks for listening, everybody. We'll be <laughs> back in a couple weeks. <laughs> Have a fun week ahead. Bye. 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 Uh. I had a dream last night. We drove out to see Las Vegas. We lost ourselves in the grind.